Welcome back to the Flex Podcast, uh, episode 25. We got my cousins Robert and Julie Simmons on the podcast. Excited to do it. It's been a very, uh, very nice day today. Actually, it's been nice outside, um, but let's get right into it. So I wanted to talk, obviously, Robert, with um, about your marine history and all that. So I wanted to go all the way back to the beginning. Okay. When you first joined, what year was that? I first joined, it was 2001. All right, and who who was the president at that time? Do you remember? Uh, it was um, Bush, George Bush. Gotcha. Um, so when you went in, what was the first thing that happened? Like, right, like when you went in, signed up, and all that. When you got, was it to like a camp? Yeah. So when I first joined the Marine Corps, I actually enlisted in January of two thousand one. I enlisted six months early, um, and uh, basically the the. Uh, program where they allow you to list early and do all your training and and you know all that so i listed in january and then june i graduated high school on um, um june 11 2001 um i left no i graduated boot camp june 10th 2001 and i left for boot camp june 11 2001 i left that very next day um so basically went to boot camp um graduated boot camp september 7th 2001 um basically five days before 9 11. i graduated boot camp september 7th and then 9 11 was on you know september 11 2001. so i wanted to touch on boot camp real quick what what is it like during like what do you go through as a marine in boot camp Oh, so when you first get there, um, it's it's tough. I ain't gonna lie, boot camp is it, it's tough. But it, you know, um, Marine uh, boot camp is tough. It's the best branch out there. It's the hardest boot camp. They 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 break you down. You know, they b- basically um, um, break Marines down and and uh, build them back up. So you, you first start off with like a lot of um, drills and you know things like that. A lot of marching, a lot of drills. Um, basically a lot of physical exercise a lot of uh, mental stuff basically seeing how much you can take how much how much they can how much you can take before they break you down right you know start building you back up but boot camp it's a it's a whole bunch of you know different phases in boot camp um so you got you know you got the um you got the uh rifle range you know you got uh team um you got a team week you got the uh, um crucible you know there's all different phases there's swim qual there's all different phases yeah there's all different phases gotcha so like do they hit on like certain things so is there like certain um uh i don't know what the word would be called for like going out like do they put you out in um i saw this one thing it was like they threw you in like a pool maybe or was it but do they tie you up is that no, what it is? No, they don't. Um, so that's like uh, more, more of like the advanced, like the uh, special forces. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, Marines and stuff like yeah. that. They go through a, a stricter, um, you know, a, a harder swim call. But um, um, as far as the rest of the Marines going in, you know, it's, a, um, you know, you got to um, um, jump off a diving board. You got to do. I believe it's a 15 minute it's either a 15 or 20 minute you got to float or you got to tread water uh for 15 or 20 minutes um with with your camis and everything on dang yeah you got to tread water um you know um it's really it 
it's not that hard. About I say the whole swim crawl thing is maybe like an hour long. Gotcha. You can so. uh, just pull your mic just a little bit closer. There you go. Thank you. Um, so you said you got it was like five days before nine eleven you got out. Uh, uh, five days before nine eleven is so, when I got out of boot camp. I was on boot leave when uh nine eleven happened. So when that when nine eleven happened, did anything change around like? I guess the way everything felt was everything more like intense. Oh yeah, so I was on boot leave. Um, I was actually with my recruiter on 9/11. Um, we were actually heading to my old high school, Great Mills High School. We were actually going back there. I was going with my recruiter back to Great Mills High School to talk to some students, you know, to tell them my experience at boot camp and, you know. The uh, ROTC program? Yeah, okay. exactly. Gotcha. You know, talk gotcha. to some students there, you know, basically explain to them, you know, how boot camp was and all the great stuff about it, and, you right. know. So, yeah, we had got to Great Mills and, you know, and, you know, we talked to some students, and we left Great Mills, and we started heading back to the recruiting station. And then on all the uh, radio stations, we started hearing, you know, the towers are attacked, the towers were attacked. And, you know, we thought it was a joke at first, you know. So right. we started um, turning, you know, to different channels, different channels. And then we're like, so let's go on base, you know, Pax River. We're like, let's go on Pax and, you know, see what's up. But at that point, they had already shut Pax River down to, you know, incoming, no, no incoming traffic really? on the base at all. It so, was crazy. It was like yeah. the world, but it was crazy. Because yes. I remember, remember it was like, they they have like pictures, I think it was on video too, when uh, the president was in the classroom and the guy came in and whispered in his ear, like America's under attack or something, so. Yeah. And nobody knew what was happening. It gives me chills just yeah. thinking about it. Yep. I remember sitting so, in one of my classes, yeah. and they turned the TV on, and it was just like, what in the heck just happened? So we went back to the recruiting office and, you know, talked to the recruiter, see if, you know, was there anything that we need to do, you know? And right. He was like, no, just, you know, stand by, you know. It's right now, you know, he's like, just, you know, just stand by for your regular report date back, you know. Um, so me and my, one of my buddies I was with that actually went to boot camp with me, we went to, uh, um, I think it was like Lone Star or something where the Pax Ale House is now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we went there and got lunch. We were still in our, you know, our uniform from going to the school and whatnot. So we went there and ate some lunch and, uh, you know, went to pay our bill and, you know, the manager came out and he was like, you know, it's on the house. So, you know, we thought that was pretty cool, you know? <laughs> I'm like, so... That was pretty nice. Yeah, that's pretty nice. But, um, yeah, so, you know, basically after that, um, um, I actually finished out boot leave, and then, um, or, uh, yeah, I, I finished out my uh, 10 days leave, and then I went to Dulles and flew out of Dulles back to North Carolina to uh, Camp Geiger for, for, for uh, you know, further training. Um, so. Gotcha. So when was your, uh, first deployment then? My first deployment was in February of 2003. I actually left on, um, I actually left on, no, uh, excuse me, take that back. We left in January of 2003. So my first deployment to Iraq was by ship. 
So we went. It was like one of the largest, you know, fleets. It was like seven ships. Really? Yeah. So it, it took us about 45 days to get over there because, you know, we we're going out doing squares and going out, you know, going over there. But, yeah, we went by ship going over there. Um, uh, went through the Suez Canal, you know, got to see um, Saudi Arabia, um, Egypt, you know, all that. It was pretty neat going through there. Um, got into Kuwait. Um, you know, all floated on the, sh the ship there in Kuwait, you know, went in on to the uh, land there on a, um, the um, hovercrafts from the ship. Right. So went in there. And um, so we got into Kuwait. I want to say we left in January. We got into Kuwait. I want to say like mid-February we got to Kuwait. Um, How is Kuwait? A lot of people say it's it's like some parts are all right and some aren't. Yeah, so Kuwait. Kuwait City is is actually really nice. That's a it's a lot of money in Kuwait City. I mean, you see like Lamborghinis and oh really? Like, yeah, all kinds of like man money over there, man. But um, we didn't get to go there much. We pretty much stayed in you know tents because right. it was the you know it was like the first deployment you know to like everybody. I mean, there was a couple hundred thousand troops they had in Kuwait at this time. You know, just standing by. So we were in basically like tent cities, you know, in Kuwait. And it was, I mean, it was just, I mean, desert. Like, my, you couldn't see nothing for miles, just deserts. Dang. Just wide open sand, like sand dunes, deserts, just. Um, Probably hot too, isn't it? Oh, yeah, oh, it yeah. was hot. So, and yeah, Ku Kuwait definitely is, um, we are sleeping. I was sleeping in a tent one night in Kuwait. This was in Kuwait. Um, so it was about, i say 12 or uh, 14 marines per tent and they got these big lizards over there these things are got to be a foot long or more <laughs> these lizards man and we're in a you know we sleep in the sleeping bags and they get real cold at night in yeah the desert they get down to you know seem like 30 or 40 degrees i don't know you know what the real temperature was but it get it gets cold yeah so in the daytime it gets real hot so I woke up one morning you know in the tent or like six o'clock in the morning you know in the tent and I'm like you know I felt something like, you know, down by my feet, you know, I'm like, what the hell is this down by my feet, you know, and I'm like, you know, I'm tapping the Marines next to me, like, yo, something in my sleeping bag, you know, so I start slowly <laughs> unzipping it, man, I looked down there, one of the damn lizards had got in my sleeping bag, and it was curled up down there oh, by no. my feet, trying to keep warm, <laughs> man, I come up out of that sleeping bag fast as shit, <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know, Kuwait, you know, it was, I mean, the only thing we did in Kuwait really was pretty much, you know, we just, you know. Staged. Staged. We, you know, make sure all of our equipment, you know, trucks, um, you know, Humvees, uh, weapons, you know, you know, test our weapons, clean our weapons, uh, you know, make sure our Humvees, our trucks, uh, make sure everything is, you know, good to go and working in, you know, like it's supposed to be. Um, you know, just staying, you know, basically standing by. Cause, just you know, waiting. Just waiting because we, you know, at that point we knew, I mean, we didn't have much communication at that point with what was going on in the rest of the world. Right. We was just going off of, you know, what was being told to us at that point. Um, so, and then on March 20th of uh, 2003, that's when the U.S., officially declared war with iraq 
um i'll never forget that day because you know there was just like you know um like um as uh, soon as uh president bush declared war you know we were like right there on the border you know ready to go in and so iraq there's you know iraq is firing you know scud missiles into kuwait you know u.s troops and u.s bases in kuwait really it oh yeah and then the ships and the uh you know the ships out in the gulf you know we can't you know see them but you know you know the gulf they're you know far away but they're firing u.s ships yeah yeah u.s ships is firing missiles back at them back into iraq to intercept their missiles you know that um and uh yeah so like and we had um full mop gear which is basically it's like basically uh like um like a, a chemical proof suit we had to wear these so when they started firing missiles we had to put these basically suits on, on. Us, on us with gas masks so you gotta imagine like how hot it is in the um, desert sweating middle of the sweating, day you nope. know and you know we, there was a lot of marines you know dropping because of this you know just because so heat so much heat you know and then you got that suit on you got the gas mask you know they give us um I forget what they call it now, but they give us the the two shots where if we did, you know, get chemical, you know, if it was chemically attacked, you know, we had to, you know, yeah, you know, stab ourselves in the leg with those, you know. But uh, did you ever have to use one? No, thank no. thankfully we never had to use those. Um, I do remember at one point we were um, me and a couple other Marines, we were down at a fuel a fuel uh, farm in Kuwait. We we're you know filling up some filling up some Humvees, you know, getting them ready because. We're getting ready to go stage on the Iraq line, so we're we're down there fueling up, and then they sound the alarm again. There was more missiles incoming. You know, Iraq was firing more missiles. You know, and there was a bunch of Kuwaiti, you know, uh, um, civilian like Kuwaitis. They hired all these Kuwaitis to work on the camps we were in. Um, you know, they would like you know, track for like trash and you know like the porter johns on the camps in kuwait and all that and so there was a couple of connex boxes um you know down here by this fuel farm in kuwait and they started you know uh, firing more missiles at us and they were like you know get in you know get in these connex boxes until it's you know the all clear is going you know so so me and another marine we get into this connex box and well, they had put all these Kuwaitis in there. There was like 20 or 30 Kuwaitis. So we're in there, you know, and we got all of our mop gear and our gas masks and our rifles. You know, we got like 20 Kuwaitis in here, and they're just staring at us, you know. And I'm just like, you know, <laughs> touch my mask and mowing you down. Right. <laughs> well, so basically, was it tense in there, you'd say? Like between y'all and them? Or did y'all think that y'all were on the same team? Who's that? The Kuwaitis that was oh, in no, the same. No. So like the Kuwaitis that were on our camp, they were friendly. Okay. They were there. They they were hired by you know the contractors to work on the um you know the camp and whatnot. I got you. But um so from there um basically so once the once they gave us the clear you know to push you know once they said all right it's clear we're pushing forth you know it seemed like man it was like miles of. I don't. It probably had to been a few hundred of them. Like miles of tanks, man. Like just pushing, pushing, pushing in front of us. Really? Yeah. 
I mean, tanks, I mean, you just, I mean, you could just, you're like, oh, man. Like, in one way, you're like, man, this is fucking awesome. But, you know, and then you're like, damn, you know, all these tanks are just rolling, man. You're like, shit, go get some. Yeah. You know, clear it away. Yeah. So, you know, and then, you know, so we get, you know, we get going, you know, once the tanks get going, you know, and, you know, all the, you, you know, like, there was a few units in front of us, you know, that were going and, you know, clearing, clearance, you know, ways and stuff. We made it, um, I want to say that first day we, we drove like, uh, cause all together we, it, we, it, it was like a four day push to where we went to Northern Iraq, just south of like Baghdad. It was like a four day push. Um, but we went, you know, you know, basically we went, you know, pushing our way up to where, you know, where we were going with cities and whatnot. But, uh, I remember one night we, um, we stopped, I don't know what city it was. But um, I, I can't remember the name of the town we stopped at. But uh, we got caught in a a, ba- a bad sandstorm because you know the sandstorms are calm. You know they're yeah. common over there. You they're can't all, see nothing. You can't see there all the time. They come out of nowhere. So you know we had you know stopped our you know patrol. You know we was you know on, right on the outskirts of this one town. You know, and um, there was another convoy. Um, I guess there was another convoy that was coming up like three or four miles back behind us, and um, that convoy got it ended up getting hit. The, the convoy behind us got ambushed. This is when we were in Iraq. Gotcha. And um, so that was from act- a from a rocket or from a uh, IED. No, no, no. They actually got hit by uh, um, Iraqi, uh, you know, uh, uh, military. RP- oh, okay, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So they got they got attacked by them and um and we and we was in front of them they was behind us so I you know I don't know how that happened but yeah um you know like I said they were coming from all different angles and you know you know sandstorms and stuff but that was um actually the the uh, uh it was a, a female they had um the that Rockies had took uh they had captured um she was a prisoner of war. Um, they they took her, um, I, I forget her name, but uh, she was I think she was from West Virginia or something. Really? Yeah, but they 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 ended up uh, freeing her though. They ended up you know getting her uh, like a few days later, you know getting her from you know the Iraqis. But um yeah you know we pushed up you know we met you know um you know like hostiles you know we ran like pretty much every every day we you know ran ran into enemy going you know what i'm saying right going up you know it was i mean we couldn't you know is it is it so is it because you see a lot in the movies is it confusing to see like who's a bad guy who isn't it it is it is it, it, it is because and especially um you know when you're in that situation and like you're in war and you see iraqis and you know over there and they, I, I mean they, they all got guns so you know it's like right you don't know who's good who's bad you know so yeah. children you, have guns children have, have guns. guns i mean i pointed a you know i pointed my rifle at an iraqi police officer on the patrol one day you know he had a gun he was coming you know i raised my gun up and another marine was like you know he was like no because you know i didn't know yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's you know, it's the thought process of get them before they get you. Right. You know, you you're in a war zone, you know. It's like so get them, you know. Um, but yeah, so you know, that um that deployment was about, you know, uh 
I want to say it was about five, six months of that <coughs> deployment. Uh, we had a Marine in my unit. Like, another big thing was, like, um, um, like you said, the the um, IEDs, they were, you know, big over there. We had a Marine in our in our unit. He picked up a, um, I want to say it was a, 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 a soda can or empty shell casing or something on the ground. You know, he, you know, reached down and picked it up. And that's when, it, you know, the war first started, so no one knew, you know. He reached down and, you know, picked it up. As soon as he picked it up, it went, you know. Dang. Yeah, ended up taking a couple of his fingers, you know. But um, but, but he survived, lucky, right? yeah. So lucky, that's you good. know. That's all, you know. what I'm saying, yeah. That took um, so, but yeah, you know, we just kept pushing, you know, pushing until you know we got, you know, pretty much, you know, there were so many units in Iraq, so basically everybody, you know, they we were they were so spaced out, you know, we had, you know, they were coming in, you know, from every, you know, way, you know, until we, you know, cleared it out over there. And then um, they actually, I think it was like May or June, um, um, they uh, was the end of the end of, when they actually said, you know, they declared the war was over, but it was never over. As you know, it went on for, right. you know, Years. trying to liberate the country. I mean, it was like almost, a, what, like a 20-year war in Iraq almost, yeah. you know, but, um, yeah, but it's, it's definitely different, man, you know, like. Like when I, you know, like when I joined the Marine Corps, you know, I was like, man, you know, I went in, I'm like, I never thought that, you know, when I, when I signed up for the Marine Corps, that there was going to be a war. But I mean, that's, you know, but when you're in there, it's like, you know, like everybody asks you, you know, like, like if you were scared or, you know, are you scared to go? But like, we were like excited. We were like pumped up, you know? It's like, I know, like, a lot of people, you know, be like, oh, man, we're sending you in the war. They'd be like, you know, scared. But, right. you know, we're like, you know, it's what we were trained to do, you know. Yep. So, it was, you know, it was exciting. It was, was that same excitement there when you touched down, your first time you touched down on the zone? Yeah, I like mean. when you were there, were you still as excited? And yeah, I mean, it was like a nervous, <laughs> I mean, when you're there, you know, and then, you know, you got gunfire going and this and this, then you're like, you know, shit, what am I doing, you know? <laughs> right. But, you know, you, like you want to be there, but you're like, shit, you know? But, um, but then, but also like the Marines, man, they form like a bond. So, I mean, all branches do, but the Marine yeah. Corps, man, you know, it's just like, you I mean, it's like y'all are family, you yeah. know. Like, yeah, he gets calls at yeah, different I mean, times of I, I night mean, because his it's, <laughs> Marine it's, it's buddies like are calling him. So, and it's like, I mean, when you're in our, like, when I was in Iraq, man, it was just like it was a weird feeling, man. It's like you're in a whole nother country, you know, and it's just like, you know, you're thinking back, you know, you're like, man, you know, you're in a whole, it's weird because, you know, you're literally sleeping on the ground, like up against a truck. In a sleeping bag, just sleeping on the on the ground in Iraq because there was nothing at that point. You know, right. you're like, man, here, man, I'm in a whole nother country, like thousands of miles away. And you were all young. Yeah, like, sleeping in the dirt. 18, you know, yeah, 19. we're like 18, 19 years old. You know, like we're sleeping in the dirt. You know, just laying here. You know, and I'm like, you know, all these people are back here in America, like doing this and doing <laughs> right. that. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm over here. You know, and it's just, but. I, mean, I remember good. people talking about you. Yeah, so when you were over there, I, I mean, the first, the the, the like the first uh, tour, it was scary. You know, it was scary. You know, being the first time there, like in a war zone like that, seeing, 
you know, what we were seeing, you know, seeing people get shot and, you know, right. people getting killed, you know, that it, it was, you know, it was different, you know, but, um, so then I went back, you know, we, like I said, I came back in June, I want to say June of 03, either June or July of 03 from that deployment. Um, we came back on, like I said, we came back on ship. We, you know, they put us, uh, this time we got on a helicopter. They flew us back to the ship. You know, we, we came back, you know, we, you know, we stopped in Spain for a week. That was nice. So the ship could get some maintenance, Yeah. you know, then came back and then, um, my second tour, I went in, um, so my second tour, I went, actually, we, we, we flew out. We left the States on Valentine's Day. We left February 14th and flew over. And that <coughs> was till like, I want to say like August or something, August of 04. And where did you go again? That was my second tour. So we flew into Iraq. Okay. I mean, we flew into Kuwait. Gotcha. But this time we didn't, um, we didn't like convoy up because all the bases were pretty much, you know, at that time they already had like permanent bases right. set up, established, established yeah. in Iraq. So we flew into, uh, like I said, we flew into Kuwait on on commercial. Then from Kuwait we uh, got on C one thirty and flew to northern Iraq to um, Al Assad um, Air Base. Then from there, they put us on helicopters and they flew us to Al Qaim, Iraq, which is near the Syrian border. Um, from there, I was on that camp for about four or five days. Then they pushed me and, uh, I want to say me and four or five other Marines that were on that camp, they pushed us out with another group of Marines. It was like 300 Marines. They were out on the, uh, basically the syrian borders uh camp gan and uh Husayba, iraq so they pushed us out there with them because they only had like 300 marines on this camp and it, it was so basically it was a couple of buildings that the you know the military took over it was a couple of buildings they took over basically in between um syria and this city in iraq you know they took over where they took over so we stayed there um <coughs> Now that that deployment, I think was the first deployment was hard, but I think the second one was uh, I think the second one was a lot lot harder because it's it's like almost like the Iraqis they got a lot smarter at like what they were doing. Yeah. You know, they got a lot smarter with the roadside bombs, a lot smarter with like the IEDs and the different ways to attack and that and this. You know. Um, we did get a couple of shots at us from Syria, you know, from time to time, you know, they would, you know, take a few shots at us um, from there. But, you know, unless they were like physically, um, you know, like on our side or physically like hit us or something, we couldn't, yeah. we, we can't fire back into another country, you know. So <laughs> That's um, kind of weird. Yeah, you know, like, um, basically, you know, if we go into their country, Obviously, shoot, it's just a U.S. thing. Yeah, right. You know, if we go into their country shooting at them, you know, then we're going to start a whole nother, you know, conflict. So, right. Um, but they, you know, one of the things we were there for, especially on that border, is because they had a lot of, uh, lot of weapons and stuff they were bringing in. 
from Syria. They had a lot of weapons they were bringing in from Syria over into Iraq. Um, so, you know, we confiscated a bunch from that. But the main thing, you know, like the city that is, you know, Camp Gannon, um, <clears throat> like I said, that was probably um, like one of the hardest deployments, that one. Gotcha. So, um, a lot of, uh, I want to say a lot of roadside bombs, um, a lot of IEDs. Um, because for a minute there, IEDs were like the big thing. They were a big thing, you know. They, we, we probably, shit, we probably lost, I say, five or six trucks maybe. Uh, even a couple of tanks got hit with tank mines, you know. And it, and I mean, you got them triple stack tank mines, you know. Yeah. They hit them, it's just. Because they, they send out, uh, I don't know what the team's called, but doesn't someone else go out before the convoy goes through and like searches it? Yeah, so they do. So like you know, um, yeah. So they they got like the the robots. They got the um, uh, shit. I got a brain freeze now. It's the um, uh, I know I can't think of the name yeah. of them. It's right on top of my head. They go out and they blow up the bombs. They're the um EOD. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. They, they go out. You know, they blow the bombs up. Or they got the tank, the the mine sweepers. You know, they got all that go out. But so me, so like we were in a convoy one day, for instance, we were driving, driving down this, uh, it was a paved road, you know, driving down this back road. It was, uh, it ran, went right along the uh, train tracks. Um, you just scoot it. You just, yeah. There you so go. we're driving, we're driving and I see a rug in the middle of the road. And I'm like, man, I'm like, something. That's not right. Something ain't right, man. Say the last. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, because they put they put stuff in everything, man. So, you know, I see this rug in the road, and I'm like, oh, I'm not going no more. Yeah. You know, holding up, you know. So we sit there in the convoy, in the convoy, you know, waiting. We're held up because we're out, you know, patrolling around, you know. So they bring the robot in, and they, you know, they go out there, and they pull that. The, the robot, you know, pulls that rug or whatever. Right. You know, I guess they had a camera on it or something. I don't know what they did, but it, it was a roadside bomb literally in the middle of the road and they put a piece of, you know, a carpet over it. Um, But they put them in like like dead animals on the side of the road. We Just seen them stuff like, it? Yeah, like dogs, cats. I mean, they cut the animals open on the side of the road and you know, stuff the explosives up yeah. in the animal. So you think it's a dead animal on the side of the road. And you get too close. Through, and it's just yep. boom, you know. Um, they put them in cigarette packs, soda cans, basically anything. Cigarette packs too? Yes. I would never, yeah. I mean, any, I would never thought that. I mean, anything you can think of that they can put a, make an IED out of, they would, you know, make an IED out of. So, so when you're over there, is there, do you guys have military people that speak their language? Like, how do you guys, I guess, so communicate with them? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So we do have interpreters. Um, uh, some of them are, uh, some of them are military. Uh, the ones we had were contractors. So they were civilians. That um, helped. That helped us. Gotcha. So the, actually the, the, one of the civilians, the, the, one of the interpreters for us, which we all, you know, became pretty good friends with him, um, because you know he was on. It's it's only three hundred Marines on this camp, so we were all close. You know, right. we, we'd all see each other, talk to each other. You know, the yeah. interpreter, 
you know, he sit there. I, you know, we all smoke cigarettes in Iraq, you know. So, yeah. you know, he'd go out on his patrol or he'd be with us or, you know, he'd be out. He'd come back in. You know, we're sitting there smoking cigarettes at night. Anyways, um, I want to say it was like August, sometime in August. So he, he had already been with us for like maybe like six months. He had already been with us. And um, he was scheduled to – we were sitting there, you know, smoking cigarettes one night, bullshitting. And he was leaving the next day to go back to the States. You know, he was talking about, you know, finally getting to go back, see his family, um, see his kids and this and this. And he had one last patrol that night, one last patrol. And he stepped on an IED. Didn't make it back. Just one wrong step. One wrong step. I mean. So, yeah, I mean, you lose, you know, you lose a lot of, like, friends and stuff over there. I mean, we lost a lot of Marines on that camp, but, you know, it, you know, it's what we were there for, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, I, you know, that convoy I went out on in, um, 04 with the one I got, you know, shot in. Yeah. Yeah. So, th- so that morning, you know, we woke up, it was like, f- like, probably like five in the morning, four thirty, five o'clock in the morning, we woke up and it was just mortar after mortar after mortar like just getting attacked by mortars like it would happen every day right but um this morning they never stopped like the mortar attacks they kept coming and coming and coming so you know we're you know grabbing all of our gear because we're going out because they're trying to pin down and coordinate where these mortars are you know coming from right so as soon as we exit the gate you know it's like it was like they were drawing us in. That's that's what they were doing. Yeah. So as soon as we all left the compound and got out in the city, we just immediately like took fire. Immediately took fire. Like as soon as we got out of the gate, it's like man, they were drawing us in. That's what they were doing. So pretty much, you know, <laughs> we all you know dismount our vehicles and you know we were you know just pretty much taking cover at that time because they were you know basically giving us everything they had. Right. Um. So we're, you know, we're pushing through, pushing through. Um, so my truck and three other trucks, we got, uh, I think that the road was called uh, Trash Road. I think that's what it was because, you know, the whole road was, you know. But we had got, um, you know, down behind uh, uh, these three buildings. We were, we were down here, right, because they were shooting uh, – basically like rpgs and shit this way so we were down behind this building taking cover well then we had sniper fire coming in you know we couldn't see which way basically you know it was coming from right so we were you know by our trucks you know and you know we're basically just blind shooting you know shooting in the direction you know where this fire is coming from yeah i think it's coming from you know and then um, it, I had, like, took a step. I had went to step back and go over here where these other Marines were. And right when I went to go back over that way, it was just, like, almost, like, simultaneously, like, pat, pat. You know, I'm like, oh, shit, you know. <laughs> I'm like, damn, something got me. <laughs> so <laughs> I knew I got hit. I mean, I knew I got hit, but I didn't know where, you know. Yeah. And then, like, so I immediately dropped. And, you know, one of my other buddies, Marines, he comes running over there. He's like, stay down, stay down, you know. And I'm like, shit. I'm like, I'm hit, man. I'm hit. You know, I don't know where I'm hit at, you know. And um, so he's like all, you know, 
starts in the round, starts in the round. He's like, oh, shit. He's like, man, you got hit in your ass. Just <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, you're going to be good. Just stay down. Stay down. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. But, you know, and they say, you know, like, when you get hit, you know, that's a good place to get hit because, you know, they're like, it's cushion. But, you know, I'm like, man, it still hurts. Right. Like, the pain went up and then back down. I'm like, shit, you know. Well, you didn't just get hit in, like, the middle. You're more, it's. Like, right on the bone. It's upper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, right on the bone. It had been one thing if it was, like, the middle of his. Right. (laughs) The middle part of the cheek. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I was thankful. I was, you know, I, I was thankful that it didn't, you know, cause any, you know, you know, damage, yeah. you know, because, you know, there was shit. I want to say that that day, just that fight there alone, we probably lost six Marines that day and probably another at least 20, 25 uh, wounded just, just that one day. Just so, going to that city and stuff? Yeah, just that one, you know firefight out there which that you know it, it turned into a pretty bad battle that day but um but yeah so i mean even after that though i don't i don't regret like you know what i'm saying like yeah like going you know i don't I, I mean i don't regret it you know like being there you know i'd do it again you know yeah but, um he didn't get his ice cream though yeah so. i didn't get, no ice he didn't cream, get his ice cream <laughs> But, you know, I, I definitely, you know, have a lot of, you know, respect for, you know, the, the military and especially, you know, the ones that have been over there, like in any of them conflicts, you know, like Iraq, Afghanistan, any war, you know, I have respect for all of them that's, you know, had to step foot yeah. in country and, you know, see, you know, the things they saw and, you know, do the things they did. Because, I mean, I ain't go- I got memories from... You know, both tours, you know, like graphic, you know, graphic stuff that, you know, it's just, it'll, it'll never go, you know, it'll it'll always be stuck with you, you know. Um, I wanted to (laughs) ask though, have you ever seen the movie Sniper? Yes. With Bradley Cooper? Yes, I've Um, seen that great movie. So there was one part in the scene and I've always wondered this, but I've never actually found out if it was true. Well, first, when you were over there, the women, did they wear – you couldn't see their face, right? No, you couldn't see their face. So no. so in the movie, it shows this lady. He was like – her hands were like this, and it was something about swaying. Is that true? Like if, if her hands – I don't know if you were taught this, <laughs> if this may not even be true, but it was something if the hands aren't swaying on the lady or – I think it was just the lady that she has something or if her hands are swaying – she has something. Do you know? Do you know that's true? Yeah, I'm. I'm not for sure. On gotcha. That. Yeah, because it was like she had. I think it was an RPG, but it was like she had yeah, it covered yeah. up in her so hands. We had a. Um, we had a uh, this was also in that city. So like we, so um, so there was a girl. They had like this one guy. Like the the, the Iraqis. They were they were like common as far as like their family. They didn't care what they did as as long as they like if they were able to kill some Americans, they would sacrifice their family. You know what I'm saying? So like we had um, this one one Iraqi. He had put a uh, detonator in his daughter's hand. She couldn't have been no more than like probably like six or seven years old, and they he put a detonator in her hand so she could you know. Detonate a car bomb in the vicinity somewhere, you know. 
So you had basically just strapped her up and had it? Yeah, she, you know, she had the uh, detonator in her hand, you know, and um. Well, was she wearing the stuff too, or just no? She, she could just, just no, push the she button. just had the uh the the phone. So they didn't or strap her with a bomb. No. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I got she you. She just had like the phone or whatever. And I got you. To to it, you know, and that's um, still kind of scary though, thinking that <coughs> yeah. you've got a child. Yeah. So um, <coughs> you know um, they ended up you know. Uh, one of the, the the snipers, they ended up taking a shot at her, but um, right in the hand. Oh, that's good. Yeah. To, I remember you, you telling me this story. Yeah. So basically, you know. So it just drops out? Yeah. Just, okay. Yeah, just so, you know, they. I'm sure, you know, hurt her hand, but, right. you know, just to, you know. Stop I couldn't them. imagine being over there and if a child came out not knowing, like. Yeah, so. Then, you know, then there was just... another. Then there was a. Um, so then there was another another boy. Um, he um, he basically ratted his dad out to. Um, he ratted his dad out to the interpreters to us. So his dad, um, he was like a big, you know, one of the big time. You know, he was you know killing you know troops and you know had a lot of weapons and all this and. So the little boy ratted his uh ratted his dad out, you know. And but they couldn't let him go back because his his family would have killed him. Right. Wow. Yeah, so he was on our camp. He we actually kept him on our camp until they can get him out. You know what I'm saying? So get him out get, there get safe. How yeah. old was he? Probably like maybe 7 8 years old. Oh my god. So but the family was going to kill him if he had came a, back. if he came back. Yeah, so the boy, and I, I remember this because I heard about it when I got back to the States. The boy actually, they flew the boy back to the United States, and he actually, they put him on one of those talk shows. I don't remember which one it was, and he got adopted by, like, a family. Family here. over here? Aww. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and then, like, you know, there was one, like, um, so even, like, you know, um, this we so we had a car bomb at our you know our post at on that Syrian border one day you know, like a guy he um basically sent his sent his wife and his daughter in the car up to the post. Luckily no Marines got hurt on that, but he sent his wife and daughter in a car up to the gate and you know detonated that. What is you know what is family in there detonated you know no so, care in the world no care in the world you know so it's crazy I mean. You know, a lot of them, you know, pretty, but there are, you know, there, there was um, Iraqis there that wanted us there. They, they, like a lot of them wanted us there, were happy that we were, you know, liberating them. But I would say like a majority of them, they didn't, they didn't even want us there. They just, you know, they wanted us out of there, you know. Um, and they didn't know better because that's how no. they were raised, unfortunately. I mean, yeah. sometimes we'd be driving through these tight little cities, and, you know, they'd be throwing rocks at our, you know, vehicles and throwing, you know, throwing shit at us and, you know, you know, but then, you know, some of them were, you know, happy that we were coming there, you know. Right. Um, we were, um, um, so yeah, one night we were, uh, so, um, one night we were out on night patrol and uh, we were coming back down this, you know, back road again on the edge of the train tracks, coming back to our camp. So at nighttime over there, especially we did the blackout driving. So, you know, which is basically the, 
the little the, the small lights on the back of the Humvees and the you know the trucks you yeah. can barely see them, but they're the blackout lights, you know. Yeah. So you basically got those in night vision. Um <coughs> so you, you don't have lights on. And they, uh, so they gave you you talking about night vision like the goggles? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh that's I like I like <laughs> watching them stuff. That's cool. Yeah. So but you know, driving, you know, we're driving down this road and then um we're driving down like a dust storm or a sandstorm or something, you know like kicked up and it was probably like five or six you know humvees you know going down this road and dust storm it just came up out of nowhere like the dust and dirt and everything was starts just, hitting it just starts blowing you know and then at that point you can't see nothing like, nothing you can't see the trucks you were following and it was at night too and it so was it makes at night it... so then like you know so like me and my you know i had uh i want to say like two other marines and you know my truck and then we finally stopped because I'm like, man, shit, I can't see anything no more. You know, we can't see what we're doing. We stopped, and then once everything cleared, we were like the only convoy out there. No, we were the only truck. Oh. Yes. So <laughs> you want to talk about scary? Like yeah. everybody, like no, gone. <laughs> everybody was gone, and we're like, oh shit, we're, in the, we're like, load up, boys. Yeah. We're like, we're by ourselves, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, and it was, it, I mean, I'd say it was like, it wasn't even maybe like 30 seconds, man. And then it was just like, all the, all the vehicles that were with us, they all just like shot right back. Cause they knew that, you know what I'm saying? They yeah. They, they, they knew that there was a vehicle missing. So they all just like, I'm like, whew, thank God. <laughs> right. I'm like, man, you know, we get hemmed up out here by ourselves. We're like, shit, you know, but, um. Yeah, you know, there was, you know, it was a lot, you know, definitely learned, learned a lot, you know, um, definitely made me a better person, you know, like as far as like in the military, you know, seeing, yeah. seeing, you know, what we did over there and, you know, you know, like, you know, like the stuff we went through and, um, and coming back, you know, like coming back, you know, we felt, you know, good because, you know, when we landed back in the U.S. after all that, you know, like you know have people like show their support yeah like, you know we go out to you know like a restaurant or a bar or something they're like you know they're like yeah you know back you know so it was it's pretty cool that's good but um, um i just want to touch on one last thing uh well two questions but just one last segment um when you're over there in the morning or at night you see it a lot in shows and movies and stuff but are you guys briefed like do you guys come in a room and you guys have like your top guy explain like what's happening today, or is it kind of just like they tell your like second the top guy and he just tells y'all and y'all go? Yeah. So basically, they like all the higher ups, like the officers or the higher enlisted, they do their like their briefings or whatnot. And then if it's something like you know that pertains that they need to tell us, you know, they'll pass it down from there. Like you know, like be on the lookout for you know this Iraqi, you know, that was, you know, um, you know, spotted, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Doing bad stuff or, you know, around the city or whatnot. Um, yeah, but most of it just came down from like, you know, the them, chain, the chain. Yeah. yeah. I got you. Um, was there any, did you do any missions? Like, like, obviously, you know, you said you don't, they didn't do brief, briefings like that, but were there any, like, like you went out and they're like, all right, we're picking up this guy today. We're, we're going out looking for him. Or is that kind of like, Oh the... yeah, yeah. So, okay. yeah, yeah. So, and like we run into like, you know, 
and like a lot of these guys, like a lot of these Iraqis, man, we test them, you know, like to see if we can let them get get the bigger ones for us. So, you know, like we have one one um Iraqi, you know, he did a you know, a couple of pop shots at us, you know. Yeah. And we we knew he did it. You know, he didn't hit anybody, but right. we, we brung him in. And, you know, we had the interpreter, you know, talk to him and you know, do all that, and he was like, you know, you know, the interpreter was like, he said it wasn't him, wasn't him, wasn't him, you know, so we let him, you know, we we released him, you know, let him go, and kept an eye on him, and then, you know, it was like two days later, we're back on the same street, and it was the same, same dude, that we let go, was shooting at us again, you know, I'm like, you know, thought it wasn't you, but, you know, but they let a dog loose on him that time, so the dog <laughs> ate his ass up, <laughs> But, uh, I mean, so I, I don't know if I've already asked this, but I guess like, I know I asked like, you can't really, you don't know the difference between, you know, like who's good and who isn't, but like, can you trust some of those people? Like even the ones that say they don't want you there, is, is there like a trust that you're like, okay, even though he doesn't want us here, you know, we know he's not going to go at us or is there kind of like a, all right, he, I know he doesn't want us here, so we're not going to trust him at all. Yeah. I mean. We really didn't trust anyone over there. Yeah. I mean, even if they looked like they were trustworthy or, you know, they were like showed it. every day, like waving, you yeah. know, we never said anything because we didn't know who, you know what I'm saying? Who he was talking yeah, to at the end of the day. Yeah, they could be waving with one hand and um, you know, flicking you off in the next. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, like being nice to get information or something or see what they could find out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, we, we didn't trust anybody. Well, because then it was like, it was like if they talked to y'all, they almost got basically were killed, right? Like, mo- like, I don't know if it was. There was certain groups that would come to like villages and say, like, if you talk to the U.S. Uh, military, oh, I'm that sure there was. You. I'm sure there was a lot of them got killed for yeah. you know, um, you know, helping out U.S. troops or you know things like that. I'm sure you know the ones, especially like you know, there was a lot of um, um, Al Qaeda, you know, different all kinds of different enemy. Yeah, you know, forces, terrorist groups over there, you know. Um, yeah, but, I mean, they would do, I mean, we was coming down, I mean, they, they go through, like, crazy, like, stuff, man. Like, we was coming down the road one time, and this Iraqi literally had um, dug a hole in a graveyard. And, like, we are coming down the, the street, and he literally, like, popped out of the hole in the graveyard. Just coming out of the dirt and stuff? Yeah, just coming out of the ground trying to shoot us, you know, and we're like... You already got your grave dug. Right. <laughs> we'll just put you back down. Put you back in there, yeah. you know. It's, it's crazy. Uh, I mean, they just, they don't, yeah. Um, but. Well, I really appreciate y'all coming on. This has been hey, a no, very, uh, um, very good podcast. Um, definitely like, uh, you know, glad sharing, you know. And like I said, yeah. I, you know, as far as joining the military, um, you know, I encourage it to people. You know, the Marine Corps. You know, it's a, it's a great, it's a great group, great bunch of guys. You know, um, I mean, you're gonna have. I mean, basically, when you join the military, you you gotta, you know, expect. You can't just go in there and be like, oh, I'm joining the military, but I don't want to go go to a conflict, right? Because yeah. you know, you could join the military today, and then there could be World, World War Three yep. tomorrow. Yep. You know, so you can't look at it as. All right, I'm gonna go in here and just skate for four years and get some college. You gotta have that. Right. You gotta have that mindset. Like, all right, I'm going into the military and something and might happen. Something might anything yep. can happen. You know what I'm saying? You yep. could, you know. So you just gotta have that mindset. But um, 
you know, it was worth it though. You know, like I said, you know. Is there uh, is there is there other branches inside the Marines? Like, is there like a special op Marine or yeah, yeah, stuff so like there that? is. There's a um, Marine Recon. I think now it's called uh, um, uh, MARSOC. It's the Marine version of the Special Forces. Gotcha. So we did have some of those guys with us over there. We had a you know a, a unit of them attached to us. Gotcha. So, um, yeah. Well, thank y'all. Appreciate. It. We're gonna wrap it thank up you here. For having us. Um, we'll see you on the next one. Thank Definitely. Thank you. Thanks.